Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey, guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. If you can hear to my voice, it was a successful All Things Comedy Festival in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend. If you came to the shows, holy shit, what a weekend, man. The live ALN kicked off the All Things Festival uh, with Frank Caliendo and Burke Kreischer, which is uh, the episode you're listening to today. So pumped for you guys to hear this one. Uh, obviously, we've had Burke Kreischer on before. Uh, he's doing Sober October, uh, but still just as funny. And uh, Frank Caliendo, man, first time meeting him, and he just destroyed. What a beast. He lives in Arizona. Um, hit up uh, our boy Matty Komen, uh, who uh, runs the clubs down there, and uh, and was like, I want to get on some shows. And Matty hit me up and was like, Caliendo, uh, I told him to do yours. And I was like, fuck yes. And he was uh, a blast, dude, and so cool and so fucking funny. I uh, can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Uh also, shout out to Adam Carolla, man. You are the man, and uh, not only the love that, that I get shown on there uh, on the Adam Carolla podcast, but I did a show with Adam and Mike August called Basic Cable Commentary, where we basically watched a series of clips from '80s movies like Roadhouse and Cobra and Karate Kid, and uh, talked shit about them and just commented like Mystery Science Theater. We could stop it whenever we wanted to and just start commenting. We would do. So many just riffs, and at one point I was pretending to be Stallone watching Roadhouse on uh, on the second show, and Adam would interview me about the movie and, and making it and why certain choices were made, and it was so fun, man. I uh, Such a different type of show, but had such a blast doing it. So shout out to Adam Kroll and Mike August for uh, letting me play uh, on those shows. It was a blast. And then we closed out the festival with the goddamn Comedy Jam last night. Sang Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. The whole crowd was do do doing along. Uh, it was uh, unbelievable. Just a great time. Uh, great festival. Uh, hope to do it again next year. But uh, this live podcast episode is is a fucking dandy. So uh, so so get ready to enjoy uh, 90 minutes of, of just hilarity. Follow Frank Caliendo, by the way, on Twitter and Instagram at Frank Caliendo. Burt Kreischer at Burt Kreischer. At Funny Brad. At Adam Ray Comedy. At ALN Podcast. Uh, tour dates coming up. I am going on the road with Adam Devine to finish up the Weird Life Tour. I will be, uh, well, we will be at Bethlehem uh, Event Center in, uh, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania on, uh, on November 3rd, which is a Saturday. And then uh, November 5th, we'll be in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'm sorry, November 6th, we'll be in Grand Rapids, Michigan at 20 Monroe Live on November 6th. November 7th, we'll be at the Paps Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And November 10th, Omaha, Nebraska, two shows, Adam Tape and his Netflix special. Get your tickets uh, at LiveNation.com. And then November 15th through the 17th, I'll be in Timonium, Maryland at McGooby's Joke House, November 15th through the 17th. And then the next weekend after that, November 23rd through the 25th at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. I fucking love that club. And then another live About Last Night podcast is coming uh, to a city near you, Denver, Colorado. We're doing the Comedy Works downtown, November 28th, 8 p.m. All these tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. Brad Williams is on the Chris Jericho tour. Uh, Cruise, I'm sorry, in the Bahamas right now. 
getting his uh, his his tan on. But uh, when Brad returns stateside, he'll be at the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, Florida, November first through the third. Tickets to bradwilliamscomedy.com. About last night podcast.com for ALN episodes, past, present, merch. Uh, shopadamray.com for all your Adam Ray merch. I got so much fun shit up there. Go get some Adam Ray merch. Hoodies, hats, uh, shirts, tank tops, all at shopadamray.com. And subscribe on iTunes uh, and Apple Podcasts. And, and rate and comment the podcast. And email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Your favorite ALN moments, where you get the pod, how you listen to it, uh, what you love about it. And we'll read those emails, uh, if you're lucky, on air. And then uh, you can win some free ALN merch. Uh, today's fan of the week is Casey Buckley, who emails us. I've been listening to y'all's podcast. I've been loving it. Keep up the good work. I started listening to the show after hearing Brad on your mom's house a couple months ago. Thanks to y'all, my commute to work actually flies by. Anyways, just want to let y'all know I enjoy your stuff and look forward to more. Uh, more. Oh, and Brad, you had me laughing my ass off at the Late Show last Friday. Adam, get your ass to Memphis sometime. Cheers, Casey. Casey, thanks for the email, dude, and I'm working on it. I think I uh, will be coming to Nashville, actually, very soon. So um, that's close to Memphis, right? Yeah, it's in your neighborhood. Um, all right, that's it. Got a lot of great apps coming up. Uh, Lisa Lampanelli, Tiffany Amber Thiessen, uh Brent Morin returns. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed and, and get ready because there's a, a lot of exciting stuff uh, in the works for the About Last Night podcast, including some best of episodes uh, for 2018. Now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode Live of the About Last Night podcast from Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live with Frank Caliendo and Burt Kreischer. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here. It's about last night. Welcome to the All Things Comedy Festival here in Phoenix, Arizona. We are at the beautiful Stand Up Live Comedy Club with oh, a couple hundred of our closest friends. How are we feeling yes. out there? We feeling all right? Yeah. So many beards, so many vests. <laughs> <laughs> and one Milwaukee's best. Yeah. Yeah. We should mention that and give a shout out. Oh, what's up? He came all the way from Milwaukee. From Milwaukee? You know we go closer than Arizona, right? Like, that's awesome, though. You flew all the way here. Now, did, now, did you, like, think that maybe if you flew to see a midget and a Jew that you would have the winning lottery ticket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, you know, you know, the midget protects pots of gold. Maybe he can have me have a pot of gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I did not win the lottery. Yeah, did you play it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, Who, who like, did play it? Yeah. You guys play it? Yeah. You don't, <laughs> the rest of you were like, a billion. What would you do with it? Oh, <laughs> uh, first of all, what, what would you do with a billion? Because I, I, I think I know what you'd do. What would I do? You'd go full Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Uh, and, by, and by that, I mean not wear pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And full a uh, vault with pop tarts and jump into it. Yeah, like you do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I would pay a lobbyist and uh, switch every single sign at the theme park that says you must be this high to ride, and I would burn <laughs> those fuckers to the ground. 
That's what I would do with a billion dollars. And I, and I would be the new champion of dwarves. Fuck you, Dinklage. <laughs> I, 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 would pay, <laughs> I would pay Dinklage to hang out with you for like an hour and just let you roast him. Yeah. Because he that's likes money. Right, that's right, bitch. You <laughs> oh, you, oh, you guys don't even know. I don't, I, people are like, oh, you guys all, your guys are all friends, right? All the dwarves, you're all friends. You probably live in the same village, right? You don't? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but, uh, me, me, me and Dinklage are not friends now. Uh, he doesn't know I exist, so he doesn't know this feud is real. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I don't like him, because he's fucking better than me. Uh, he is, he's better than me. He's in everything. Hell, if they made a movie and called it the Brad Williams story, it would be starring Peter Dinklage. Yes, it would. Yes, and I would see that. Now, what if, what if Dinklage goes as you for Halloween in a twist of events? How would Dinklage go as me for Halloween? Well, first of all, he'd have to light about $5 million on fire. Uh, like, ooh, I wonder who's taller, me or Dinklage. That right? Now, all right, would you guys watch that pay-per-view? Because everyone's talking about, ooh, <laughs> Tiger versus Phil Mickelson. Will you buy that pay-per-view? Fuck no. no. It's, it's golfers. No, no one's buying that pay-per-view. But if, you, if there's a pay-per-view, like, which midget is taller? <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, you would, that that would be appointment viewing. Wait, I thought you were going with the angle of like seeing you guys like wrestle. Oh, yeah. oh that's even fucking better. Like, oh, right, yeah, like right <laughs> after, or maybe yeah, right after McGregor Mayweather. Yeah, it's Williams Dinklage in a pool of of Jello. Yeah, or um, or the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> You're, you're, you're not telling me you'd see two midgets fighting a ball pit? Yeah. Oh, because there would be that time where we were too tired. We could barely lift our arms. We would just be throwing the balls at each other. Yeah, yeah. Knocking off our very large heads with a slight thunk. Now, there's not much that scares you, Brad, but you told no. me before we got up here that you have a cricket problem. Yes. And I know the sweet people of Phoenix uh, suffer from, uh, from bug problems. Is this, this is correct? Yeah? Yeah. Scorpions? Scorpions. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right, I guess, like, yeah, my house is infested with crickets. Uh, it's annoying. <laughs> not, a, not, not as scary. Yeah, it, it's annoying. It keeps me up at night. Uh, I'm worried because they're big crickets. I'm worried I'm going to step on one. It's just going to look at me like, that's all you got, bitch. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, if that was a scorpion, shit. That's, like, and I hear scorpions hang out in, in your shoe, right? Yeah, they hang out in your shoe. Scorpions eat crickets? Oh, shit. <laughs> Following I, Dinklage Williams, it's Scorpion <laughs> Cricket. I think we got like a Sharknado movie in the works right here. We can do Scorpa Cricket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so how are you uh, fixing this problem? You're, you're a married man now with a house yeah. and, a, and a, true, a true first house problem. Yeah, where we got fucking crickets. Uh, it, it, it's not even that it's that bad, but it, they, they keep my dog up. And like I said in my stand-up set, I have a 70-pound pit bull. So when the 70-pound pit bull doesn't sleep, nobody fucking sleeps. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how we're going to do it. I, like, I, I, I've been calling up, I'm calling up exterminators. And, like, there, there's definitely some exterminators out there that I think they're going through a little bit of PTSD 
because they talk about it like they're going to fucking nom, okay? Like, they're just like, <laughs> all right, so what we're going to do, we're going to go down under your floorboards. I'm going to put some camouflage on me. I'm going to throw the gas grenade down there. I'm like, no, we're not going to throw the grenade under my fucking house. No, that's not. That's what we got to do to get these assholes out of here. You're like, oh, shit. Like, you've definitely tortured people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you want better sleep? Yeah. But like that, like that's an annoying animal. I like coming to Arizona because you guys got a, uh, you guys got a zoo here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's one guy in the back, like fuck yeah, we do. Uh, yeah, you got two but, zoos. Wait, why do you have a zoo? It's 150 <laughs> degrees here all the time. They're just indoors. The, yeah, outdoors. What's your most prized animal here? The geckos. The, the geckos. Ge- did you hear the, the the fucking the depression in your voice when you said that? Uh, the geckos. Nobody else wanted to come here. Yeah, we go there. We try to find them. They're changing colors. They try to sell us insurance. <laughs> <laughs> it's are right, the geckos a cool animal? Yeah. Wait. So you've been? What did you see? Uh. Well. Yeah. There. You, you have some like. There was an ostrich. There cool. was uh, there, there 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 was an elephant. I always it's it's weird when I go to zoos because I always think that the animals are looking back and they see the midget walking up, going, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> you know, like, why, How did that one get out of the cage? <laughs> Speaking of which, what would you? Because you know that is a problem. People do yeah. hop the fence sometimes. Kids now. Oh yeah. If you hop the fence and one of these gorillas sees yeah. you, but then they're like, "Okay, the size looks like what I've seen on the news that will hop the fence." <laughs> <laughs> Six or seven, you know, but yeah, then they yeah, go, yeah. oh shit, full beard. This is fucking confusing. <laughs> well, it's weird because uh, uh, I was, I really love going to zoos, and I was in Tennessee, and one of my fans works at the zoo in, in, in Tennessee. So he was like, yeah, come do a behind the scenes thing, do a behind the scenes tour of the zoo. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that sounds great. So I'm going, and he goes, all right, now we're going to go into the grizzly bear's cage. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're fucking not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, like and, and like he's doing it as he's putting on this like anti grizzly suit that's got all these pads on it. I'm like, yeah, where's my suit? He's like, oh, we only have one of these. I'm like, no, I'm not going to the fucking cage. <laughs> that's all, like, cause yeah, yeah, cause that's like the greatest headline ever. Bear devours midget. <laughs> you guys be like, yeah, that was right after he fought Dinklage and he got a little cocky. <laughs> <laughs> Thought he could take out the bear. First guess, yeah. Yeah, let, 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 you know what? Enough of our uh, enough of our rantings and ravings. You guys are here for a great night of comedy, and we have two amazing first guests. So uh, we're gonna bring out the next guest. Uh, he is a resident here in Arizona. He is one of yours, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for the absolutely incredible Frank Caliendo, everybody. Yes. Frank Caliendo is here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you. Is that is that is that mic working? I don't Grab that one. There we go. No. All right, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Frank Caliendo, everybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, like I said, you 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 are a resident here of Arizona. Yeah, I've been here about uh, twelve years. My uh, when my daughter was born, we moved here, and uh, it's been going pretty well. Well, yeah. Now, like most comics, obviously living in New York or LA, like what made you choose Arizona? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm still trying to figure that out. 
The summers. I love heat. I just love. I love to fry eggs outside. That's my whole life. Uh, no, I just. Uh, I thought. Uh, honestly, it was there was an airport here that could go anywhere, and I yeah. just. Uh, there are a lot of people from the Midwest who didn't want to be cold anymore. <laughs> I grew up in Milwaukee, and uh, it just seemed what? like the perfect kind of thing. Do oh. you know? Do you know that guy? Yeah, yeah, Earl. <laughs> Where are you from? Lake Geneva. Lake, oh, you're from Lake Geneva. Okay, That's, I've never heard of it. <laughs> you liar. No, I've, I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> the look on his face is you're a jerk. You're right. Uh, <laughs> I made I am it up. kind of a jackhole. <laughs> and, and, and you said yeah, and you have one kid or, or multiple children? Uh, multi- multiple. <laughs> Oh. Two, a multiple of two. So you have, you have multiple. Ch- that's multiple the way you talk kids. in your village. <laughs> yes. Somebody said backstage, like Brad Williams, when he puts his hands up, it's funny. I'm like Brad Williams doing anything is funny. It's just great, and it is. It is. I mean, you are just entertaining to watch, and some of them for the right reasons, but. <laughs> The last time I saw you, yeah. we were talking about this a little bit ago. I've never met Adam before. Don't really care to talk to him in the podcast either. <laughs> I'll get there. Relax. <laughs> Why are we fighting? Geneva? He's turning on me. He's, tur- you're wearing He's a leaving. He's leaving. No, stay okay. there. Uh, yeah. yeah, stay there. Stay for a while. We'll, I'll turn so I see everybody. Um, what, I forgot what the uh, well, That the was lot, almost George W. Bush. I forgot what we're talking about. <laughs> The, la- the, la- the last time we talked. Oh, the last time we talked, we did la- a th- an event for uh, KUPD here. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, radio the station. Celebrity Theater. Yeah. And, uh, but before that, I saw you in Vegas. Uh, oh, shit. Las Vegas, for those of you who don't know. Uh, <laughs> a lot of times I use hip jargon that not everybody's into. <laughs> the, and, uh, uh, the, uh, the other place that's hot. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you, I saw you walking through. I thought, I thought you were a wee man. And... Uh, <laughs> It I really, I didn't. It, does, yeah. how, does that happen a lot? Every fucking Every day. day. Okay. Uh, Everywhere I go, people think, "Will, hey, Will Sasso." I'm like, he's a foot taller than me. Uh, <laughs> do the thing with the lemon. I can't. I'm not him. Um, <laughs> do Kenny Rogers. That's not. I'm not Kenny Rogers. You're a jackass. <laughs> um, so, question. Well, uh, well, well. The main question is, how how did you spot me? Because it wasn't a crowd. <laughs> I'm not that much taller. <laughs> well, they, see that, and, and that's what happens to me all the time. Is pe- is people write me and they go, "Oh man, like your comedy really speaks to me because I know what it's like. I'm five foot four, and I'm like, I'll fucking kill you." Uh, I have dreams where I'm five foot yeah, four. Like, oh, like yeah, at five foot four, you don't know my life. You've never walked into a build a bear. Like, I could fit some of this shit. You know, like. <laughs> It's cheaper. <laughs> what, you're, what, 5'10", 7 feet? What? Yeah, about 6, about uh, six, six foot? and a half, yeah. 6 foot amongst us, you're an NBA star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he's a 6 foot Jewish man. That's very tall, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah. what uh, I've always, uh, and I went to the, uh, the game last night, and I was wondering, post-game show, uh, what did, did you, you hang out with LeBron? I didn't get to. He didn't respond to my Facebook message. <laughs> Do you do you uh, you're friends with some of these? Athletes. Have you met Barkley after you did the impression? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Char, 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 uh, Chaz, as I call him when he's not around, uh, he's great. Um, Does he like I, it? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he 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 pretends sometimes that he doesn't. Like I, I did an event for the Phoenix Suns charities. Um, and uh, he's like, Frank, you gotta keep doing me. I'm like, what? You gotta keep doing that impression. I'm like, why is that? Because every time you do it, I end up making more money. <laughs> and he was like, I don't even understand why. People hear you do it on the radio. Next thing you know, I get a new commercial for Taco Bell. 
a Weight Watchers, which came right after Taco Bell. <laughs> but, like, Barkley, we were literally watching the game right before we, we, we walked out here, and he's doing the halftime show. He literally said this quote at halftime. He said, Oh, yeah, when, when you're playing basketball, you need the ball to score. <laughs> and that's really true. When you think about it, there's a lot of guys who play without the ball. <laughs> And the men who play without the ball are 99.9% unable <laughs> to get any points. Yeah. Well, that's right, Charles. And you need, look, to, to play good defense, you need feet. You sound like a Muppet. <laughs> I wanted to participate. That, that was yeah, almost. wanted to play. I wanted to connect. That was almost Patrick Mahomes right there. <laughs> That guy. That my, yeah. is, that, is that your new favorite impression to do right uh, now? I, I, I've been working on it, but between him and Andrew Luck. <laughs> you doing Andrew Luck? Uh, it sounds like a young John Madden. That's the weird thing. Oh. It's like his teeth match up perfectly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he does that guy. It, it starts turning into John Madden. Boom. It's all over. <laughs> but the thing I love about Barkley, and this is something I've talked about in my act, too, it's the truth where he comes from. And speaking of truth, did you see that spit? That that was a, that scored right there, knucklehead. <laughs> yeah. uh, be careful here. That's why, that's why CP3 punched Rondo. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Barkley. No. Yours is really awful, dude. <laughs> They're all bad. Hey, old Kermit the Frog here, and now I am... Oh, what? shit, that is that. Yeah, that's pretty close. That's the same impression. Yeah. Hey, ho, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now, now, you're learning, now you're learning what my life is. Just the same guy, just slightly different. Um, well, I was going to say, like, how often are you around people that try to do versions of, like, like the way we just did. Like if you're this? at a party and, you, do um, it, and yeah. you start doing a President Bush, are there other people that try to chime in and be like, yeah, I can also do yeah, one? Yeah, there, there that, that's, the interesting thing is this. People will say, um, they'll, they'll trick me. So what they'll do is, the, and I, I don't want to, there's no way I can't come off sounding like a jerk, so just trust me, I am a jerk. Um, <laughs> but they'll come up and be like, I really love when you did that Yoda. And I'm thinking, everybody can do Yoda, yeah. you yeah. know? And then they break into theirs. It's like yeah. a nice, that's <laughs> Like, and I've wow, got to go. Grover had yeah, a stroke. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm now. <laughs> So I've got to pretend like, oh, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, yeah, that's the weirdest thing. So back to the Barkley, Barkley the truth yeah. of Barkley. Yeah. What he does, he comes from the uh, Golden State Warriors a couple last year. Uh, we're in the uh, Western Conference Finals. Yeah. And on television, I'd never heard anybody do something like this. Charles Barkley goes on TV. And if you know who Draymond Green is, he is a player on a team. If he's on your team, you're like, this guy's great because he's the protector and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If he's on the opposite team, you're like, this guy sucks. I want him to die. That right. kind of thing. Right? There's one. So, yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah. But Charles Barkley comes on TV, and you've never heard this kind of honesty. He goes, I want to punch Draymond Green in the face. <laughs> And, and they made, you know, he came on, the best part was he apologized, but his apology was something, you know they made him apologize yeah. because he didn't want to apologize? Right. Shit. And he did something he could live with, and that's what's great about Charles. But he went on TV and went, I apologize for recognizing that Draymond Green has such a punchable face. And that... <laughs> That is not an apology. That's yeah. a cheat code. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Most people would lose their job. He just got 30 extra lives. <laughs> <laughs> up, up, down, right, left, right, left, right, B.A. start, knucklehead, gradients. <laughs> That's a Konami code, knucklehead, double dribble. Now, there's so many you guys do double dribble. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Double dribble. <laughs> uh, 
So now, some impressionists that I've met, they have like a word or a, or a, a what a other phrase. impressionists have you met? Uh, Ralph Garman. Uh, oh, he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and uh, so you got one. A, so a guy named a guy? a guy named Dana Carvey. Oh, yeah, he's okay. <laughs> but like he, obviously, I'm kidding. Jeez, one one person groaned. <laughs> Uh, I like Sabrina. Did somebody just get super think you were speaking seriously there? <laughs> I'm on the, I'm team Dana. <laughs> but what like was that? They 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 say they have a phrase or an action to help get them in the impressions. Do you, do you do you have that for anybody Yeah, or, I think or it, and, and there's a weird thing too where if you say the person's name, that yeah. it kind of can unlock it for you as well. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um but <laughs> for some reason that gets it. But uh uh, I'm trying to think. With like Donald Trump, a lot of people. Like you say yeah. something. Like, uh, there's a tremendous amount of people. That kind of a thing. It get. L- listen, you're doing a great job. But uh, right now, there may be three to four hundred people here. But the other day, I had over one billion people. That's more. Then that was just in one little section. There were. Uh, he he can do this. This is the amazing thing about what he'll do. Is he will go and he'll say, right now, there are over three hundred billion people on this earth, and all of them want to be here. <laughs> and you're like all of them all of them yeah. every single one of them yeah, right. whether they like me or not and most of them do like me they do <laughs> and I'm not trying to it's not a political thing at all it's just and he'll do this he'll say these words and everybody knows it <laughs> yeah just like just like a, it's not just me everybody else everybody and there's a tremendous amount of people like President Obama would do this let me be clear he would do yeah. that and then he'd say something you do like a Jedi kind of move right and the way <laughs> Trump does it. He goes, and everybody knows it. And I'm not the only one saying this. Who else is saying it? Other people. What other people? Other people who couldn't be here. They're a tremendous group. They're part of the 300 billion who couldn't get in. They're, they couldn't all take planes. I'm not even looking at you right now. I'm just I'm visualizing the audience, all of you cheering. There's nobody here, Donald. <laughs> you think he practices these speeches in the mirror? <laughs> Or is it all just being winged? No, I think he just goes up there and wings it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say something. It doesn't matter. We'll see. What, you know what? The news is going to take whatever I say. <laughs> it, it, it's almost as if you, you could have taken all of your George W. Bush material and just replaced the words with, with Trump. Because it's like Bush also would start a sentence and not know exactly how he was going to Just try to it. figure it out. Yeah. But he... But he <laughs> But he was so good at making half up my, words. Right, half my impressions are is that though. It's just trying to uh, just trying to. Uh, What's with the tongue lick? What's he licking? F- uh, find the words. <laughs> uh, John Mann was like, I'm just trying to find the words. And I know the words. I'm just going to make you wait for them. <laughs> wow. Oh shit. That is Wait, now. Do you, because if you don't have the ball, you can't score. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite uh, uh, word that President Bush made up? Do you still? Uh, <laughs> that was it. Uh, <laughs> America. <laughs> He did celebrate after he got one, yeah. <laughs> I laugh like a Muppet. 
That was one thing I was noticing when we were ba- uh, backstage and you were doing an impression of, uh, of uh, a guy in the business that we know, and you were uh, taking on his facial features, which right. I feel like a lot of imp- uh, impressionists just uh, are missing that ingredient to really making it great. And you seem to always morph into And the I person. am making impressions great again. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I think that's. I think there are plenty of people. Uh, I think there are a lot of people. <laughs> all, all the people. There are a lot of people. Carvey. It was funny talking to Dana Carvey because I realized how much I was like him and and really? even thought like him. The a guy locally uh, that I'm doing some future podcasting stuff with John Holmberg. It's interesting to see how you can actually think very similarly to someone else, or as uh, along the lines of somebody else. But. Um, I forgot where we're. I forgot where we're going with that. <laughs> oh, just uh, con- uh, conforming. Oh, the, the fire uh, of the face, yeah. and that's. I think there are people, a lot of people, who do the voices better than me. I, especially on YouTube, you'll see people who do all these great uh, impressions that are dead on, but they don't have a take with the character, right? Right. The point so of view. What? Yeah. The point of view is what makes it, and what makes it so you can do a longer segment with them. For example, a guy like a Jeff Goldblum, and in my act I talk about this, he'll commit to something 100% and then do a complete 180 on it. Like, what's your favorite food? Ah, good question. My favorite food. Let me ponder for a second. I like hot dogs. I do. They're very, very good. I like hot dogs, mustard, ketchup, all kinds of things. Uh, chili dogs are good. Cheesy dogs are better. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> Or Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. If you do, I'm not even doing it on purpose. Just happens. Yeah. Just like a human Twitter feed. 140 characters or less. Everything's about myself. <laughs> do me a favor. He's there's the catchphrase for him. Do me a favor. Yeah. Be yourself. <laughs> I heard. I heard one of the greatest Jeff Goldblum stories. There was a writer on SNL named uh, Chris Kelly who said that he went to a party and he got introduced to Jeff Goldblum and he goes, "Hey, Chris, this is Jeff uh, or Jeff. This is Chris Kelly." And Jeff just goes, "My God." Of course. And and Chris felt so honored. He's like, oh, my God. And then he watched Jeff Goldblum do that to every single person at the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go like, hey, this is Andrea. My God, of course. Of course. <laughs> Look at you. Ah, you're doing so well. <laughs> Being yourself. <laughs> I, 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 my favorite vowel. <laughs> Is there anyone you've, you've met with uh, any of your impressions that has not been on board with finding out that you do it? A lot of the uh, people in sports have a difficult time with yeah. it at the beginning. That's because, yeah. Most athletes have a tough time yeah, having a sense coaches, of humor. Coaches, they're putting on, they're been, they've been put on pedestals their entire lives. Yeah. So they look at you like, what, do you, what are you doing messing with me? Because if you're in the club, yeah. they, they have a little bit more uh, patience for that because mm-hmm. you've lived the same life as them. But if you're outside that club, they're like, what do you what do you you can't mess with me? That kind of a thing. Yeah. And like Gruden's been on board, though. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you one. Man. <laughs> the spider two white banana right there, man. John, how do you think about the Cardinals so far this year? I think they're doing the. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't seen a Raiders game yet, man. <laughs> we got three draft picks, man. I'm taking three quarterbacks. <laughs> How do you think he's re- like? Do you think he's suddenly regretting his decision to to, to go on the sideline? Here's a, here's a, I, no because I think he's just crazy enough. Um, he. When I met him the first time, so everybody at ESPN, all the suits, all the executives were standing around. This was at the Super Bowl in um, 
uh, New Orleans. And everybody wanted to go well. Because when I was at Fox, they didn't care. They would just surprise somebody with the impression. But at ESPN, they were very touchy-feely and right. worried about stuff. So everybody's standing around. He's standing there with a coffee. I walk up, and I'm like uh, just staring at him, doing the look with it like that for like 30 seconds. It's like, hey, man. He's like, so? You're the guy that does me. He's like, where are you from? I looked up where he was from, so I said that. I was like, Sandusky, Ohio. <laughs> he's like, really? I'm like, no. He's like, good, because you were blowing my mind, man. <laughs> uh, now, I've heard stories about like Kevin Pollack saying that he didn't know how to do Christopher Walken until he heard jay moore do it then he's like oh that's that's the right. thing like that's the i try tick. to stay away from that yeah because then you're you try to do something a different take like if you watch where um if you watch a will ferrell doing uh bush on saturday night live his yeah. take his take was that i'm a i'm a frat boy I'm yeah. from texas yeah and i turned him into more of a little kid yeah, <laughs> yeah. who was just confused <laughs> Again, what were we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did always seem like he was just going out for the first time, like outside. Yeah, it was like, like everything was well, just... The sky is blue. <laughs> <laughs> but then he went to announce it Wait to Wait a second, this is just a Vegas casino. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be so pumped right now, by the way, right? Who? Just Bush. Why, because it's, uh, it's fun to watch somebody else taking this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like you saw <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> well you, uh, Donald you don't think you're doing like you think you're doing a great job everything's or? going very very well what about all the protesters that you see around? I love them <laughs> what about uh, you know why they're really protesting they couldn't get into the rally <laughs> What about the uh, Stormy Daniels thing? Like She was great. <laughs> we used to play Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah. We should have seen when she played that little toad fella. <laughs> I'd throw the banana. <laughs> Tremendous. I heard, uh, I heard John Madden's got commentary of the Stormy Daniels Trump tape. You know, yeah, there's, <laughs> where'd you hear that from? <laughs> well, okay, Geppetto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Relax. This is entertainment. Yo. I get to pretend like I'm not having fun. Yeah, yeah. Do, um, uh, do you do you ever pitch? Uh, or sorry, how old are your kids again? No, I'm gonna do that for you. Don't I worry. love that. I, Great. People, people thought I was like yeah. actually offended <laughs> yeah. for doing what I've known as. Um, so what was it? What did you say, John, John Madden? Madden? Doing commentary for the Stormy Daniels. Oh day. yeah. <laughs> he puts it in, takes it out. Boom. He's done. <laughs> Over 300 billion served. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it Big Mac, all right? There's the secret sauce. It's incredible. It's the number one sauce. And everybody knows it. <laughs> now, you guys, like, you guys have dragged me into the gutter a little bit. There you go. Don't care. I'm Let's losing some of my old audience as we get <laughs> Well, uh, but then, like, at the same I time... I get in trouble. Some yeah. of my audience, because I'm known so for being so clean all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, Adam's just met me, but you yeah. Brad's known me for a while. I'm just a dirtball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just a regular person. But on stage, I always... Because I did a lot of corporate... It was more of a business decision, because I did a lot of corporate stuff. But my act is very clean. And then when people hear me talk for real... Part of it was because I have kids, too. And now I've heard my son play Fortnite. And uh, <laughs> now I feel like anything's okay. Because I've heard him... <laughs> yeah, yeah. After you've heard your 14-year-old kid do Eminem lyrics, nah, I can say anything I want. I was going to say, how do they, do you ever, so he's, he's 14? Yeah, they, they don't know I'm in comedy. They, what do they think you do? 
I've kept them sheltered. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, or do you ever run bits by them? Or, or no, no. no they're not your audience. No. Uh, yeah, because like my dad did a Donald Duck impression, and I my and, dad did too. That's yeah. another way we're very similar. And I'm not even making a joke about this. That that in the foreheads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My, but yours was always there. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's just been getting there. Um, my dad used to walk. We'd walk. <laughs> I'm quick, too. Not just voices. And uh, mostly voices. 85% voices, 2% something else, and 10% chutzpah. That's for your people. Yeah. Uh, you got it right. You pronounce it right. Chutzpah. <laughs> Have you been to a bar mitzvah before, George? Uh, yeah, I, I've been to a, a few of them. Yeah, same guy. <laughs> I had a time machine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> some of these aren't going to make sense. <laughs> that's when you go to the Morgan Freeman. That's when the audience realized that Caliendo was probably drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a drinker, but he had some Naquil before he came up here. <laughs> And that was enough to take him into this secondary world he'd never been before. <laughs> where, where, where Toad is your favorite little mushroom character. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Absolutely. You're welcome. Now, you had a... Hold on. Okay. Oh, pontificate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm ready. No, I, I was going to say, because you, you've mentioned corporate gigs, and yeah. for, for, for comic... For, yeah, I used for to those do those know, before this uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, never again. But uh, for those of you who don't know, corporate gigs are when some big company pays a comedian to come do stand-up. They're often nightmarish, because they'll give you last-minute things, uh, last-minute rules, or they'll say, hey, make fun of the boss. You'll go, all right, I'll make fun of the boss. And then you do, and you find out that the boss really was not into okay, this at I, all. Okay, see, I can teach you how to do that better. Oh, okay. You get on a conference call yeah. and ask the boss if it's okay to make fun of them, and then oh. when they say, oh, we don't even want to have that conference call, yeah. they never have you do it again. <laughs> because if the boss doesn't want it, they, they think they're going to trick the boss, and our boss loves everything. Yeah. Just make fun of them. Okay, let's talk about it on the phone with them. Oh, you know what? Let's not have you make fun of them. Because <laughs> they won't even shit. get them on the call. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's when you know. Had, have you ever had any gigs, like corporate gigs that are just hell gigs? A lot of, yeah, a lot of them. It's very you don't good. have to say the corporation, but um, Apple. Jamba Juice. <laughs> Jamba Apple. <laughs> Apple Juice. Um, <laughs> it's one of their flavors. <laughs> I love that flavor. <laughs> what do they make that from? Uh, <laughs> the tangerine juice is squeezed from my skin. Uh, no. Uh, It's tremendous. It really is. And I feel at home with another Oompa Loompa. No. Uh, that wasn't me. That was the character. That was the character. That was the character. There are people clapping for it, so it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I was here first, Donald. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I went to the thing. My dad used to do Donald Duck, and he would yeah. embarrass us because that was the only impression he could do. Okay. We would go to Chuck E. Cheese, and he would do a Donald Duck impression. <laughs> I'm like, wrong mouse, Dad. <laughs> but that was literally, he thought that was hilarious, and now I realize, as a dad, it's really fun to make your kids feel awkward. Like oh, yeah. So, how oh, do, yeah when, I, can't, I can't wait for that day. Like, I, I yeah, know. Hey, son. Yeah. <laughs> for those no. of you who are only listening, Frank Calando looked up to the stars. <laughs> 
You know what? And, and you hey, do that, now that you're four. <laughs> yeah. I could kick my Don't ass. Don't you turn on me! Yeah. <laughs> now that you're four, we can start sharing clothes. That's a real fear that I have, though, because because my wife is tall, so we're so we're probably gonna have a tall kid. Yeah, and, my, my and son just passed me, and every time he walks by me, it's amazing. Like he <laughs> just slumps the rest of the time. He walks by me. And, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a human Cialis commercial. It's unbelievable. Like what's going on here? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, no problem. And his voice changed overnight. Yeah, like, the night before, he's like, "Hey, Dad, I'm going to bed." He woke up. What's up, Dad? <laughs> Hey, Barry White. Nice to see you. You talked about a, a, a human Cialis commercial. We just had a really awkward moment uh, watching the game. There was, there was four guys in the green room. We were just watching basketball before we came out there. Then one of these commercials came on, and the, the, the headline of the commercial is, Did you know that 50% of men have ED? There's four guys in the room. We're looking around like, all right, which two? It's got to be somebody. Like, Somebody get hard and prove it. Yeah, we're all, we're all like, no, I, no, I can get boners. I can get boners. I swear, I swear. Yeah, we're doing it right now. I, uh, I wasn't in the room at that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what other people were there? Did this really happen? I wasn't there. Yeah. That was right before you got there. Yeah, it, yeah and I'm like, maybe... Maybe don't say that during the sporting event where you know there's going to be a lot of guys in one room going like, well, not all, not all of us are going to make it out here tonight, boys. <laughs> It's very awkward. <laughs> Wait, in which ways uh, uh, do your kids, like, you said you embarrass them doing some things, but are there, do they ever go out of their way to be like, hey, this is super cool, like, make me look cool by doing this in front of my friends? Or maybe older, uh, older kids in school? Well, the way that that usually happens is I don't really, because of the athletes we were talking about this earlier yeah. that I've gotten to meet, my son's gotten to spend time with LeBron James. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, like 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty surreal. As LeBron James is changing in the dressing room. Yikes. Yeah, that's just awkward. So and he brought out his Brad Williams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he brought out his Adam. Uh, <laughs> uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> No, it was, but it was surreal to spend all that time. And it was. Here's another interesting thing. I went back and talked to Kyrie Irving afterward because yeah. Kyrie was on the team with Vine. I go. I actually said this to him because Kyrie was just sitting out there by himself. And I said, man, it's so weird because you are one of the best basketball players in the world. I'm so sorry that I didn't really pay that much attention because I'd just done the LeBron yeah. letter and stuff like that. Sure. But then I started, to, as soon as Kyrie got traded and stuff like that, I realized, well, this makes sense because everywhere he goes, LeBron is like everything. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I got off on a tangent that nobody seemed to care about, so go back to George <laughs> W. Bush. <Yeah. laughs> no, but so, okay, so that was a big deal for him in the... Yeah, all those pictures. He's got pictures with J.J. Watt. Jesus. Um, yeah, Jesus, he's got one of those pictures. <laughs> one of your people. Um, oh, shit. You got Jesus Look it up. Look it up. Yeah, that's the kind of uh, pull I have, literally. <laughs> I can pull people back. Like, like Jesus heard you do Morgan Freeman and thought, "Oh my God, my dad's calling me." Ah, yes. <laughs> it's time for another resurrection, my son. Does your son and know? That's when the audience was worried they were all going to hell. <laughs> wait, wait. Does you if you could do like a Morgan Freeman? Do your kids know who Morgan Freeman is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've seen the Lego Movie. <laughs> oh shit! And Batman. Oh yeah. shit! And ninety yeah. percent of other movies. Oh, and Seven. They yeah, love yeah, Seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, love the ending. Now, <laughs> they didn't get it, but at the end, hilarious for a two-year-old. 
Now, will you ever do a thing because because you said you have a daughter? Yeah. Now, I've been saying, but how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> we Skype. Uh, <laughs> sa- same size. <laughs> I, I held off. <laughs> hey, who's that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, ine- inevitably, she's gonna get to that age where she starts dating. Will, will, will you do the voices for the new for the new potential boyfriends that come in to like try to intimidate them? Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> We're, I'm trying to figure out where you want to go with this. I have no That's idea. That's when this man realized, <laughs> the man trying to date my daughter, that he'd never get out of this house alive. <laughs> Listen, Sonny, what are your intentions here? Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of something that would be very good. <laughs> like, would, would it be like a Trump kind of thing? You're doing a tremendous job. <laughs> But nobody's ever going to see you again. <laughs> I want everybody be, knows it. I wanted to be with my daughter first. <laughs> That's a Trump thing, not a Frank thing. She's a very beautiful lady. <laughs> And that's when Brad lost him. <laughs> I don't even want to... I haven't even been here the last two minutes. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do uh, on the weekends in Arizona when you're, uh, when you're here not doing comedy? Just hanging uh, out? I, I end up doing a lot of helping with homework. That's honestly yeah. what it is. Yeah, that and... Um, Can you help? Or do you need, like, refreshers on stuff? Uh, my, my, that's my biggest fear. They lost fear. my wife in third grade. Like she couldn't do the math anymore, and yeah. uh, so I'm doing a little bits of it. But it's and they're starting. My son's losing me with he's doing polynomial division. And what I, the fuck is that? Yeah. Wait, po- <laughs> what? yeah, see one person. Like, you a it teacher? still applies. A You're a tutor. Oh, all right. What do, what do you toot? <laughs> <laughs> what you, you tutor in math? Up through calculus, and then, and then you're lost. You're like, calculus is it. I do circles, nothing else. Polynomial division. So she's good. even got her own civil. That's a tutor. <laughs> Circular. <laughs> hey, don't go off on a tangent. You're no longer with us. <laughs> Tangential. Polynomial division sounds like a first round draft pick. <laughs> Boy, it, it must be great to be a little person and say so many things a regular person can say. <laughs> and when I mean regular, I mean every. Yeah. <laughs> as, the, as the word regular came out, I'm going, that is so terrible, but true. And we're, we, we've known each other since passing each other in Vegas once. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, well, we, we were going to play uh, a last game with you before, uh, before, we move on to our se- before we move on to our second guest. And uh, do we have Bert's, a name for this Bert's game? Bert's over there pulling his shirt off right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bert's getting ready. Uh, do we have a name for this game? Uh, yeah, the game that, that Frank plays with us. Okay. Ladies it's and gentlemen. It's time for the game that Frank plays with us. <laughs> we have a theme song, too. Wait, yeah. All can, right. Wait, can George Bush sing it? No, it's Thanos. Every time he does that, half the universe goes. <laughs> Nerd jokes! Uh, all his friends, all Thanos' friends Love are it. like, Stop it, Thanos! You're th- oh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> all right. So we have an envelope filled with impersonations yeah. and an envelope filled with situations. You have to pick an impersonation and a situation and then improvise that. So... Uh, Frank, you seem to be the expert. Uh, go and for picking it. Picking things out of envelopes. <laughs> 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 
There's been a lot of that lately. Jim Rome, phenomenal. This is going to be a great segment that only four people will get. How great is that? And the Whistler getting it more than anyone else. Jim Rome checks in late for Southwest flight, tries to negotiate from C group to B. Oh, You're not going to believe this person at the gate. But I actually paid for the early bird to check in early. That was $9.95 extra, but for some reason, it didn't get through. Now, I have no baggage, so maybe what we could do here is bump me to a later flight going through Midway to get to L.A. from Phoenix. Well, where are you going, sir? L.A. Oh. Maybe if you would listen to the rest of the bit as I'm doing it, Adam, maybe you should learn about improv. A big part of that is yes-anding and listening. You failed at both. I just, just got another huge suggestion. This one's written in hieroglyphics. Yeah, Brad, Great. your handwriting. Somebody asked the tutor what hieroglyphics is. All right. I'm, I'm going to go next. I got... Ah, shit. I got John Madden. Yeah. That's not going to go well. And uh, Hand it off. No, I'll, I'm going to try it. I'm going to fail miserably. You try John Madden? And then I'm going to try it. Oh, you're doing John Madden. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I'm going to do it. You did a great one. Uh, <laughs> John, John Madden, tour guide at the zoo. <laughs> okay. I, wait, this, wait. Have, yeah, yeah, okay. Th- this is not going to go well, but... Oh, it's over here. We have, oh, God, <laughs> shit. <laughs> What the fuck what was, was that? that? Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was Schwarzenegger. Look, he's got a big neck, not as big as my muscles. <laughs> I'm popping out of my own body right now. Uh, Go hang in. <laughs> I'm going to defer to you on that one. <laughs> Those monkeys are throwing poop at each other. <laughs> How do you get in there? I mean, there's a lot. I mean, the one thing that you. <laughs> I mean, lot, I like the guys that get dirty. And the guys that get dirty. I mean, this is in the reptile house. I mean, there's a lot. <laughs> Ridiculous. This is worse than me getting stuck in these sea group. <laughs> Go for it, Adam. All right. My uh, celebrity first? Yeah. First, you do the celebrity. Oh, my celebrity is. Who's your celebrity? Uh, Al Pacino. Right. Al Pacino. Okay. What's he doing? Yeah, an- another one that uh, definitely Frank's uh, greets trick or treaters. <laughs> <laughs> definitely step in at any point and save it. Well, well, well. What are you dressed as? <laughs> Peter Dinklage <laughs> or Brad Williams? I can't figure it out. Either way, you want some Reese's. There's no wrong way <laughs> to eat a Reese's. I've been Ooh, saying it for years. I'll demonstrate it right now. <laughs> this is what we call the inside out. <laughs> Whoa! Is that a jack-o'-lantern? <laughs> Guys, Frank Caliendo make some noise. Hey, the one and only. The one and only. The one and only Frank Caliendo. Frank, Frank, you're the best, dude. So much for doing this. One more time for Frank Caliendo! 
go for it. Holy shit. <laughs> that, uh, that was incredible. Uh, doing, trying to do a John Madden impersonation in front of Frank Caliendo. Probably the scariest moment of my damn life. Uh, yeah, and I, and I have a 70-pound dog. So <laughs> that was scary. Uh, one more time for Frank Caliendo. Frank Caliendo. Yeah, that was unbelievable. The legend surpassed everything we wanted. Uh, you guys ready for our second guest tonight? Yeah. I know you guys can do better than that. Phoenix, are you ready for your second guest? You know from Conan from Letterman and his new Netflix special, Secret Time. Give it up for the one and only, Bird Crasher! Oh! <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. Oh, I'll do it for you. I'll take it off for you, buddy. Uh, I'm uh, sitting, I don't look good uh, shirtless. <laughs> I'm muffin top pretty aggressively. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, shitting, I look really bad. Yeah. I just lost enough weight so I can start shaving my balls again. Congrats. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. at 250, yeah. it's a lot of guesswork. <laughs> it's a lot of like, let's it's hope like, the rubber doesn't touch the road. Yeah. This looks like a crop circle down there. Dude, I've been, I was, you'd hold back your stomach so you could see. Ugh. <laughs> Have yet? I, I, I've had this problem before where I've checked into a hotel, I've gone to take a shit, I have to take a running start, jump on the toilet, and then they for some... Great image. Still laughing. They for some reason put a mirror, like, facing the toilet. Bro. <laughs> I, no, what happened to me was the door slowly shut, yeah. and the mirror showed me what I looked like taking. I couldn't decide if I wanted to shit or throw up. <laughs> Fucking gross. Can I tell you, I'm being dead serious. This is, like, aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I have not told anyone this except for my wife. I've got, I got so fat that when I would do spin class, my pubis would envelop my dick. <laughs> and I know there are men in here that know that struggle. And I just share with you, brother. I share with you. <laughs> Dude, fuck that. Yeah. So what? You just look down and it was like Buffalo No, you don't, you don't even look down. You don't look at it. Yeah. You feel it. <laughs> you feel it just hedgehogging. Just groundhogging. Just, it's winter. <laughs> oh, it's bad. Uh, Bert Kreischer, it, it, it's sober October for you, Bert. Yeah, I'm not yeah. taking this one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, someone's happy about it. <laughs> yeah, how has it been? Has the struggle been? It's not, I don't even notice the fucking not drinking. Uh, we have a... For those of you who don't know me, uh, Tom Segura, Ari Shafir, Joe Rogan do this Sober October every year, and then we've come up with some physical challenge that we have to do. Last year, we did 15 hot yogas. This year, we're all wearing heart rate monitors, and we get awarded for points the higher our heart rate goes when we work out. Okay. So the person who works out the most gets the most points, and I, I don't, we don't know the stakes, but it's like a private jet or something. And so <laughs> That Rogan pays for. I, I, all I've been obsessed with is the working out. I, have no, I haven't even... Yeah. I literally have not given a fuck about booze. No way. I am working out like a fucking lunatic. Yeah. You I are. ran six miles great. tonight. I ran, I did a spin class this morning. Yeah. Like, I'm, fu I'm not even fucking joking. I get out, like, it, if I look, because you can check on the app, if someone registers points, I just go out and start running like Forrest Gump, just get on the road. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you look great. You have an ab now. I have, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, at, what, at what point in the process did booze not become an issue? Like, where you straight up woke up and did not... Because yeah. you, you drink on flights every now and then, too, right? So oh, every now and then. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? I drink every fucking flight. Like, I drink every... I'm the, I, I have... I 
I get, I've been cut off on planes. <laughs> that but takes like, an effort. But yeah, the first time I was ever cut off, I love this story, but it's, it doesn't make a ton of sense. <laughs> I got Perfect. cut Go off. I got cut off next to a doctor who decided to give me a pill, and he told me a very interesting thing. If you're a big drinker on a plane, don't talk. When the flight attendant comes by, just tap your drink. Just... And don't speak. Because when you're drunk and you're speaking, that's when they know to cut you off. <laughs> and he goes, you're talking entirely too much. <laughs> so then he goes, don't worry, I'm a doctor. Take half this pill. I'll take the other half. You're going to be fine. You won't need another drink. It's a Xanax. It kicks in and I feel beautiful. <laughs> and then he gets me a beer. He orders a beer for me and gets me a beer. And I'm like, what a fucking guy. <laughs> then the pilot comes on. This is probably 18, 20 years ago. The pilot comes on and goes, ladies and gentlemen, we have a sick child on the flight. Is there a doctor on board? And I'm so perfect. I just hit the bell like, ding. <laughs> and the doctor's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I swear to God, I looked at him and go, we're doctors. <laughs> We? I was just so fucked up. I was like, come on, man. Dude, I'll figure it out. One of my best jokes I ever, first time I ever wrote like a real joke was getting cut off on a plane next to Patrice. I was in a plane. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill. Yeah. He's dead. And so, <laughs> just, I mean, don't. It's a yeah, fact. It's a great guy. Yeah. 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 He's dead. He's, well, fuck. I don't know. Don't make me fuck. Anyway. <laughs> we're flying to Scotland. And the lady was about, she was about to cut me off. I ended up writing this as a joke. She was about to cut me off, and I was like, can I get one more? And she goes, I'm, I'm so sorry. And I didn't want her to cut me off, so I put my finger to her lips and went, shh. <laughs> oh, no. You can't Dude, do that. I, I, Patrice, lost his mind laughing, and he's like, that's a joke. Yeah. And then he said, but you can't make it a flight attendant because it won't make sense. Yeah. But you got to make it a cop. So the first joke I really, one of my first jokes was, you know what cops hate? When you touch their faces. <laughs> Yeah, I've been cut off a lot. Yeah. I got cut off flying to South Africa one time, and I said to the guy, he goes, he's like, oh, by the way, we're on the flight from England to South Africa. I've already flown to England, been drinking, a, and flying to South Africa, and I said to the guy, he goes, I'm sorry, mate. Can't, can't, I don't know where he's from, but <laughs> I've been serving you a lot of beer. I can't serve you any, and he walks away, and then I went, all right, and I walked up into the galley. I go, we have a problem, and he goes, <laughs> we have a problem. We do. I said, I'm going to need to drink on this plane. <laughs> And I can make, we have a decision to make. I can go back to my bag and I can take a Xanax and I can be a fucking mess. Or you can keep serving me alcohol. And he just looked at me and goes, I'll keep serving you alcohol. <laughs> I mean, but what's it going to do? Turn the plane around at that point? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, bro, we're a, t we're a team here. We need to problem solve this. <laughs> Like I'm being, I'm being, I'm being honest with you. I'm gonna need this alcohol, or we can have a problem. I can go take a Xanax and whoa, you are you're handling that. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you're gonna ride this out past sober October? No, 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 no. Because you guys celebrate the end by yeah. we do a big podcast where we get a bunch of drugs and alcohol and do that on Joe's podcast, and that's November fifth. But uh, I don't know. I'll tell you. I mean, very honest. I have been very cool flying which yeah. has never happened in my entire life. Wow. And I would love to be able to fly. Like when I watch people fly and they open a newspaper and have a coffee, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is that about? Dude, yeah. I, and then one time I flew next to a dude who does what I do. Ready? Okay, so when I fly, if I usually fly with someone else. Like I'll upgrade whatever my feature act is and they sit first class and then I go, you're not drinking. And then when the flight attendant goes, can we get a drink before takeoff? I go, we'll just both take double jacks on the rocks. <laughs> And then they get them, and then I murder theirs, right? <laughs> and then I slowly sip on mine and judge them to the flight attendant, like, whoa, what's up with that fucking guy? 
<laughs> Cut him off. He's done. Fuck that. Yeah. So I saw someone do that on a plane, right? Yeah. I saw it happen. And I went, he goes, his, he was with his wife. And he was like, he was like, hey, he go, they go, can you get something? He goes, uh, two double Bloody Marys. And I was like, I know this move. <laughs> I invented this yeah, move. And then, he, and then she delivers, and I'm watching him. And he fucking murders hers, yeah. puts it down, and sips on his. It was Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, swear shit. to God. And that's when I was like, I need to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing what Ric Flair does. If you're doing what Ric Flair does. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> That's some legendary story. That, yeah, because you have, like you're you're doing a show in Norway coming up. Yeah, like, yes, yeah. That's gonna be a long fucking flight. Like, how, like how are you gonna yeah, survive you pass that? The time. Oh, bro, we don't know. <laughs> we have not problem solved this tour. I think like if you just did a reality show, if you wore a GoPro for just that flight, yeah. I would watch that shit. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Yeah, I think I don't know. Uh, yeah, I did an t- Australian tour, and that was fucking touch and go. Yeah. Where you're like, you're just like, those tours are hard because you do two shows. Yeah. And then you got to go to sleep and wake up at 8 o'clock to get on a plane, and then you fly. You're drinking on the plane, and then you land, and then you drink at the show, and then you're drink. It's just fucking, it just gets out of control. And I'm, my tour starts January, I think, 8th now. Yeah. And it's two shows every night, just bam, 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 bam. And my wife was like, we're getting a tour bus. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> she was like, so you can be healthy. I was like, healthy? What the fuck are you? Why are you going of, on tour then? Yeah, what the fuck kind of wife are you? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But I'm not drinking now, so I guess I don't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you so, miss, what do you miss most about it that you... Uh, I, I can tell you right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the same thing anyone that's ever been on a diet is. When you go to the fridge and open the refrigerator door, and then you go, oh, fuck, I can't have anything in there. It's the impulse. I don't like saying no to myself. I like rewarding myself when I haven't deserved a reward. Like in the airport today, I looked and I saw all the people having drinks and I went, ooh, I'm going to get... And then you go, oh, I'm not allowed those treats. <laughs> and then you just go, fuck. <laughs> like that's why I'll never quit drinking because I'll never want to take that away from me. I love impulse. I love when people are like, you want to do a shot? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do a shot. <laughs> like that's why, I, that's why I, don't, I don't do cocaine anymore, but... <laughs> but Dude, if you had some right now... I went to a party one you time. Want to do a bump, though? I went to a party one time, and this guy was his 40th birthday party. I was younger. I hadn't had a cardiologist yet, and he had Coke. And my wife's like, oh my God, there's Coke at this party. And I was like, I already sniffed it out. Not sniffed it out, but I saw it. I was like, either they've got a bladder infection or there's Coke at this party. Yeah, yeah. And my wife's like, you can do it uh, if you want, but you can't come home. And I was like, uh, don't worry, I'm not coming home. There's no cocaine at home. Yeah, throw me in the briar patch. <laughs> yeah. But her allowing me to do it took the fun of doing it out. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, now I'm planning to do cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> like if someone just puts it out like, are you cool with this? And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, you, you want a little bit? And you're like, okay, I'm not rude. Oh, sure. <laughs> I feel like the whole crowd's going, I think he has a drug and alcohol problem. <laughs> well, and, and, and you have sort of this thing now that, uh, that uh, Doug Benson has where when people meet you, they want the full Burt Kreischer experience. Yeah. Like, they want a Burt Kreischer story. And so. I want to do it to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, we were at, we were at Dave & Buster's, and uh, these kids were Love at the Love that bar. sentence. <laughs> and and my, my kids are playing. We're with my, I'm with my wife. We're having dinner. And these kids are looking at us, and, then, I, and I'm, then they just come over, and they're like, dude, we got to do a car bomb with the machine. And I, was, I just was like, fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> and my wife's like, you're with your family. And I was like, it's a fucking car bomb. 
Well, killed one. Them. Yeah, one car bomb? Yeah. And so then we got one car bomb, and then they were like, and then they just didn't leave our table the whole fucking time. <laughs> I was like, this is my daughter, Georgia. Georgia, what are your names again? Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. You make your fans want such a uh, full experience with you. It's got to be hard to turn it down. Yeah, but but, but I, here's my, I'll always say this. I was on the other side of it. Like when I first, and we've all had this experience, when I first got into the business, the guy, my hero, mm-hmm. was David Tell. Yeah. And when he partied, I wanted to have a story that I party with Attell. Yeah. And so Georgia was born, and I flew to Miami to work with Dave Attell. And on Thursday, he didn't feel well. On Thursday night, he was like, I know, I know. You want to go have drinks? I'm not going to die. I'm feeling sick, but it'll happen. Friday night, oh, I'm not feeling so good. But don't worry, it'll happen. Saturday night, I, oh, fuck. I, listen, I'm going to get some sleep, but trust me, Sunday night, it'll happen. Sunday night, I was like... If it doesn't happen, that's fine, but I will have missed out. And David Tell fucking, he was like, I'm sick as fuck, but let's go get drunk together. Dude, my heart skipped a beat. Yeah. I, I've never been, had a gay experience, but <laughs> if that, that's you know, what it feels like, yeah. I'm fucking in. <laughs> and it was so selfless for him to do that for me because yeah. I had that time where we just went out to a bar. And this is at the height of fucking insomniac. Of insomniac yeah. And people are just buying, who's this guy? And he's like, he's a hilarious comic. And you're like, oh, fuck, you oh made my, my day. So, like, if someone wants that with me, I definitely want to give it to him. Yeah, fuck yeah, why not? That's And, like, when you're doing Sober October, is that. Hard to play. You went on a cruise with the uh, Mike Calta cruise? Yeah, that was fucking aggressive. Yeah, because you have all Sober your friends. Sober on a cruise and everyone's just going, the machine's broken. Uh, <laughs> this fucking redneck chick is just smoking a cigarette with two shots going, drink it, faggot. And I was oh, like, Jesus. Jesus. I was like, I don't want to drink with you at all. Uh, yeah, no. Is it, but, yeah, like it's, it's almost like not even legal to be sober on a cruise. Like, dude, it the, is, there's not a lot of stuff to do on a cruise. The staff is probably even judging you. Yeah, what do you do if you're... Yeah. Uh, you go to the gym and get seasick on a treadmill. <laughs> oh. Dude, there is nothing to do on a fucking cruise if you're not getting drunk. I just gambled like crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm going on one tomorrow. Who? What one? The Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Rager. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Are you drinking? Fuck yeah, I'm drinking. Oh, that's going to be a blast. I'm so scared to drink, though, because it's wrestlers. I'm tiny. There's a boat. There's water. <laughs> People might just go like, I wonder how far we could throw them. Toss <laughs> the bread. Toss the bread. Dude, exactly. you are in a very precarious situation. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone's always wanted to body slam someone, and you are the only... <laughs> viable option <laughs> for everyone. Uh, it's like a kid, but it's legal. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. I'm just kidding, bro. Yeah. yeah. God damn. I w- I'm ready to drink again. I got like, what is it? You got a few days. It's 25th right now. I got yeah. six days. Yeah. I'm fine. Is there a place <laughs> you feel like you could never go and be completely like burnt drunk? Like to where you feel like if you got your drunkest, you would get kicked out? Or do you feel like you're so charming you can always like keep, keep yourself... <laughs> Dude, I because I've been around you in Vegas where you yeah. we were doing roulette and and you we were we put down a hundred dollars on like black and we were all like leaving for the end of the night and then we won and then you looked at everybody and go let it ride let <laughs> it ride we did it again we won again we did it three more times we all won five times <laughs> and then the so next day fun. we were like Bert thanks for all the money and you're like I don't remember doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we were at the roulette table, <laughs> but we were having so much fun. I was like, I don't see you getting kicked out of any situation ever. Yeah. We were at my kid's school fair. <laughs> <laughs> a great segue. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they had, uh, they had uh, a couple moms were like real alcoholics. 
like legit ones. Like oh yeah, like, like, like I think one's in recovery and then the other <laughs> one isn't, but it's not a funny story. <laughs> Not and they were like they you. were making margaritas in the back, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I didn't know you couldn't drink at those things. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured, "Fuck it," right? So we're all drinking margaritas, and then someone's like, "Oh my god, Jill and Jennifer are drunk!" And I was hammered with a cocktail in my hand. And I was like, "I can't believe it!" <laughs> no one knew I was drunk, and I was wasted. And I. <laughs> And then I fucking murdered my drink, and I was like, shut the fuck up. We got to do something about them. <laughs> I mean, the story, I told it in my special. I'm not even joking. I went to, I, I went to a parent-teacher conference with yeah. two Diet Cokes in my jacket pocket and a coffee. <laughs> killed the coffee in the middle of the conference, cracked a sip of the Diet Coke, and realized I had a Coors Light. <laughs> in a parent-teacher conference. Oh, you got to murder it. You what are you going to do? We got to put it on the table like a fucking cop. Yeah, you got to like, oh, sorry. Murder it. Yeah. It's like a finger in your ass in an orgy. You either pull away or you push back into it. And I'm so glad you brought up your special because it is amazing. Yeah. Have Everyone you guys seen to see Bird Secret, Secret Time? Secret Time Please, on Netflix. You. It's unbelievable. Watch it. Now, like, how, like, because you're getting, like, legit crazy famous now. I don't know about that. Is this weird? Is this weird for you? Like the fame thing? No. I mean, no? I'm not, I don't think I'm famous, but I, if I am, I like it. You get recognized a lot, though. I get and recognized. you always videotape the person with it, which is awesome. Oh, I, think I do get yeah. recognized, but I think that's because my personality. Like, uh, there's a big, big fat pig on that wall over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. my be- one of my best yeah. friends is Tom Segura, and he does not like being recognized. He just doesn't like it, and his fans know it, and they put things like on his Instagram, like, hey, man, I saw you at an airport. I apologize for looking at you <laughs> and like people come up to me and rip their shirts off in an airport and they're like grabbing my nipples like come on machine let's get a picture and I'm like alright <laughs> we were eating lunch one time and this and we're sitting me and Tom are sitting across from each other and this these two dudes sit at a table and the one guy looks over and goes oh shit it's the machine and, and I'm I mean, I, I just dig it. It's cool. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, what's up, brother? And he's like, uh, he's like, holy shit, man. I'm a huge fan. And you can see Tom like hiding his head. And then he goes, oh, fuck. You're with Tom Segura. And Tom immediately goes, hey, man, we're having lunch. Leave us alone. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, the guy had his moment. Now let's eat lunch. And I'm like, we're right next to the asshole. <laughs> I fucking I don't mind getting recognized at all, but yeah, yeah. well, because well, well, you kind of go with it, and you, and you. I like it. It's like you do this whole business for that. I mean, yeah. not like like you want people to know you, so they come to see you. Right. And if they they know you, they want to say hi to you. And if they want to say hi to you, dude, let me tell you something. I am that motherfucker to a T. If I see a celebrity, yeah. I get a heart racing palpitation <laughs> where my legs are like, go talk to him. You got. I ran into Big Boy at the from Outcast at the airport. Yeah. And just oh yes. <laughs> He's with his whole fucking group, like his whole, not his whole group, but his entourage, and just from a fucking 50 yards, I'm like, Daddy Fat Sacks! And he just turns around, I'm like, Big boy, you're getting some of this! And I just <laughs> ran up on him, and picture, picture, and he's like, Holy shit, who the fuck are you? And then, of course, I melt down, I'm like, I'm actually a very successful comedian! Fucking... And then all night, we were on the same flight, I was taking pictures of that motherfucker too. Dude, I ran into Tom Cruise one time, he was when he did Magnolia with his hair, remember his hair was perfect? Oh, yeah, yeah. I ran into Tom Cruise and I bumped into him at a party, turned around, hair like that, and I looked at him and I go, you have beautiful hair. <laughs> Dude, I like, I like recognizing famous. If I yeah. see a famous person, yeah. I will definitely say hi to them. Yeah, I, and well, I'm the exact same way, and I've noticed that when a midget runs to the celebrity, they're like, okay, this is safe. 
oh yeah yeah they're like you get a pass yeah <laughs> you yeah. also you also selfishly like want a moment like i saw beyonce leaving a clippers game once and i was just like i gotta say something to her and then it's like no you don't like let, let her just go but i yeah. wanted a moment so she's i'm about six tequilas deep and she gets close to the exit and i just go beyonce and she turns around and i didn't have a follow-up move so i just went yeah <laughs> 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 and she was like, eh, yeah. There's a, okay, I'll, t- I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. There's the right way to do it and the wrong way to do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, like, if you see a celebrity at a grocery store, because I ran into Fred Durst at a grocery store. <laughs> Wait, we're talking about celebrities. <laughs> dude, dude, I'm from Florida. Fred Durst will always be a celebrity <laughs> yeah, yeah. in my book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> you, you don't want to say to them hi to them at the beginning of the grocery store. You want to say to goodbye to them, hi to them at the exit. Right. Wait your time out because I said hi to them at the beginning and then ran into him four more times. <laughs> Just, uh, what's up again, Fred Durst? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nookie. <laughs> what kind of cereal you get? And then the other thing, and I am so guilty of this. Yeah. I am so guilty of this. One picture. And, dude, mm-hmm. I, I say that, like, if, you're, if you say hi to me or we're at a bar, let's get a picture, but then let's party. Let's hang out. Right. But, man, the second you give me that opportunity as a fan to get a second picture, big boy, <laughs> I got a picture at the fucking curbside, and then we get on the plane, and he's in front of me. I go, yo, let's get another picture. <laughs> and he's like, we already got one. By the way, I've said that to people. He goes, we already got one. Let's just hang yeah. out. And I went, come on, man, one more picture. <laughs> dude, we didn't get one on the plane, though. Oh, I got another one on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know I took it, but I took it. <laughs> yeah. Like a big boy flip book, dude. I fucking yeah. yeah. Don't be famous around me. I'll fucking jump your shit. <laughs> uh, well, your special is fantastic. Thank it, you, brother. It, it, yeah, it, it's, it's called Secret Time. I love. Well, first of all, uh, you threw your shirt into the audience, and your cousin caught it. Yeah, how did you know that? Because I, I I heard you on some other uh, interview thing. Like like you're, and then you have this moment on stage where you're like looking at him like. Oh, like, did you know he was there? I had no idea he was there. I threw my shirt in the crowd, and then he caught it, and we had two shows, and, and then immediately I was like, oh, I'll get that shirt back. <laughs> <laughs> it caught me off. You can see it when I, in the beginning of the special. I throw my shirt up, and then I go, what the fuck are you doing here? And then in my head, I was like, did we comp tickets? Am I not getting my full walkout? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, since your special is called Secret Time. Yeah. Oh, Please tell me we're sharing secrets. Yes. I mean, yes. Uh, this is my favorite thing in the world to do. Okay. And this will get creepy. You oh, get, yeah, oh, yeah. Now, I want to hear... I've, I will tell you stuff. I am an open fucking book. And I will tell you things where you go, wow, that's way too far. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. I have a rash on my cheek, and I showed it to my mom, and she just went, oh, honey, you have herpes. And I went, huh? She's like, we yeah. all have it. My daughter started laughing, and I was like, hey, dummies, that means you have herpes, too. <laughs> You've done it at shows, right? With people from the crowd, like getting oh, them to yeah, 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 open yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we did it here. Did I ever tell you about the one we did no, here? No, no. <laughs> Bert just moved we did, so fast. We did. So I did. A, I do a. Show, I'm doing a show tomorrow, and and I did it last year. And on stage, I had Doug Stanhope and Doug Benson. And Doug Stanhope said, "I can guess anyone's age." And Doug Benson goes, "That's so funny. I can guess anyone's weight." And then I said, "I can guess anyone's secret." Is a is a joke. I really can't. <laughs> like it's a, like you could do those. And so, guy sitting right where you're sitting, and I go, all right. Well, how? What's his age? And and Doug Stanhope's like, twenty six. And I go, Doug, what's his weight? And Doug Benson goes, two hundred pounds. And then I go, uh, you killed a man one time driving home. You've never told anyone about it. And then we go, well, what's your age? And he goes, I'm actually twenty five. We're like, what's your weight? And he's, I'm I'm actually one sixty eight. I go, was I right about your secret? And he goes, no. And I go, what's your secret? And he goes, 
I lost my virginity to my sixth grade teacher. And all of us were like, you didn't need to share that. <laughs> you could have just said And then no. we spent the whole show talking about him losing his virginity to his sixth grade. It fucking just, and his shirt's off and he's in the front row and he's like, I didn't expect to share. He told us her name. We went on her Facebook page. It was so fucking uncomfortable. But hilarious. It was it would have been hilarious if Doug Stanhope had not been there. Ah. Cause all Doug the, knows how to dick. Because as soon as the girls started cheering, Doug went, you're cheering on a molestation. Ah. And that's oh. where it turned sad. Well, and that's any, where you just had a boner. Can but anybody, yeah, let's tell, let's tell some good stuff. Well, okay. Can anybody top that? Did anybody fuck their fifth grade teacher? <laughs> just to try to one-up that last. So we are, so are going to play a, a version of Secret Time where, yeah. where we're going to give you a secret. You have to guess if that secret is from Adam or from me. Okay, I like okay. this. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is a game we call Burr Kreischer Secret Time. Yeah. <laughs> you nifty motherfuckers. Okay. Here's the first secret. When I, when I was 14... I made out with a 45-year-old woman because she thought I was older and I thought she was younger. Oh, that is definitely Adam. <laughs> that is not Adam. That is Shut me. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> yeah. No. And I'll, tell you, and I'll tell you the story. Shut the fuck up! Yeah. Was she blind? <laughs> no. She was blind in a jacuzzi. Just sitting like this and Brad just walked up. Uh. No, here's how that story goes even better. This was, we're both, we're both midgets. Oh, we're both midgets. Oh, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Why didn't I see that coming? We're both midgets. We're both midgets. This was before I had my beard. I was like, all right, this like sexy 19-year-old is going to make it happen. And she's like, this sexy 25-year-old. And then the moment we found out our ages, like, our eyes have never been wider. Oh. <laughs> Covered 90% of our heads. And, like, I was like, I'm still down if you are. She's like, no, it's fucking statutory. <laughs> no, it's statutory. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't see that. Oh, that's fucking great. Ah, okay, now I know how to play. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Like you just keep reading them, yeah? Yeah. All right. This is the next secret. My first recorded boner. Which is a great band, by the way. Uh, my, my first recorded boner was seeing Kim Basinger in the 1988 film My Stepmother is an Alien. Yeah. Okay. okay. That guy. It's yeah, it was secret. that guy. It was yeah, her yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was that guy. Secret. Yeah. Actually, that is Kim Basinger. <laughs> she hasn't aged well. By the way, my first recorded boner secret time was with uh, uh, three of my cousins and my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Go in, a, on. in a shower he's in New a, Jersey. He's from Florida, guys. Shower. <laughs> yeah, well, we were kids, and then we were in this shower, and we were getting the sand out of our speedos. And uh, and I, 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 I you, no one, there was no shame. I got a boner, and my cousin Jenny. I should not say names. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're gonna figure it out. <laughs> my cousin Jenny was like, "Oh, Bert's got a boner," and then my cousin Abe had a boner too, and we're like, "What is it?" <laughs> And then she said, that's how gays have sex. They rub their dicks together. <laughs> and Abe and I were like, you stay on that side of the shower. <laughs> anyway. Uh... 
I'm going to guess Adam. Again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are correct. Yeah! yeah! What now? Were, now, were you surrounded by your cousins? No, this was, um, it was on TV, but like the TV was really spotty, so it was like almost like watching scrambled, you know, porn where you couldn't totally make out everything. So it could have been Dan Aykroyd. I actually still don't know at this point, but either way. You were just turned on by the delivery mode. You're like, this is what porn looks like. <laughs> Kim Basinger is so fucking beautiful. Right? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It, it, and this yeah, is what, so 88, so I was six? You know what I'm thinking? Maybe that we should. Is that not be, weird? What if, like, what if, like, if I get a divorce, I'm gonna clean up on all the chicks that were hot when I was young? Okay. Like, fuck Susan Sarandon in her 70s, and be like, at least, I've, and then be like, oh, fuck Susan Sarandon, and they'd be like, shut the fuck up. And they're like, my friends are like, she was 73. <laughs> By the way, still good, dude. I think she's hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah we had her on the podcast. Yeah. For real? Yeah. yeah. You had Susan Sarandon yeah. on your podcast? Yes. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. What did you talk about? Uh, Does she really look good? Yeah. Like in her eyes? Yes. By the way, you can tell I'm dating a perimenopausal woman. I'm like, in her eyes? <laughs> All right, next Well, how's secret. her decolletage look? Wow, that's, that's a, a fancy word for tits. Uh, that's, a, that's when you're 45, you start checking out women's decolletages. <laughs> that's how you can tell how old they are. Uh, she was wearing a hoodie, but... Solid. She looked great. Yeah, she looked fantastic. So attractive yeah. to her. Is she on your list? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a weird list. <laughs> Who else is on it? Just secret uh, time. Who girl? else is on your list? Uh, B. Arthur? No. <laughs> Old B. Arthur, not no. current. Uh, I'll tell you a, a shocker, Ellen. Whoa. Dude, I am so attracted to Ellen. Because no. of the dancing? No, because of her personality. Like, she just makes me giggle. Ellen, I'm hardcore attracted to Janine Garofalo. Uh... <laughs> What's the girl that was in uh, uh, Being John Malkovich? Cameron Diaz? Uh-uh. No, the other one. Oh. What? Shit. Julia Roberts. No. <laughs> Not attracted to Julia Roberts, oddly enough. I think she forces it. <laughs> it's like too much. So, like, we get it. Hi, you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know how old that would get at dinner with her? <laughs> I'll get the S cargo. <laughs> anyway, I right. hope she hears this. Keep going. <laughs> Next secret. In eighth grade, while on a camping trip with my friends, I tried to pick a mole off my girlfriend's tit because I thought it was dirt. Jesus. It's got to be Brad. Shut the fuck That's up. That's an Adam. That's an Adam one. Look, we we had dated in eighth grade, and this was ninth grade, and uh, she was like flirting with my best friend the whole time, and we had not spoken for two days, and so now we're laying on the beach, and in an awkward moment of like trying to initiate some sort of small talk, I lean over, and I'm like, we hadn't said anything to each other in probably 48 hours, and so now I'm like, oh, a moment to be a hero and save a piece of dirt off her. So I just start picking at it, and then she does a slow turn to me just like this. <laughs> And she goes, that's my mole. <laughs> and I was like, well, do you want me to get it? <laughs> there are many like it, but this one's mine. <laughs> Secret time, Felipe Esparza did my podcast, and he picked a mole off his face at the beginning of it, and he just kept bleeding through the podcast. <laughs> and then his, he got done, and he's like, I think I picked a mole off my face. <laughs> uh, uh, we should close this out by getting one from the audience. Yeah. Yeah? Well, a secret from them? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, who's got a secret right? they've always wanted to open? I mean, come on. Who's got a secret that it's time? It, it, it's time. 
You know, you, you, you've held it in long enough. I saw you guys share a wonderful glance. <laughs> She's like, fuck, no. <laughs> Sir, you with the vest. You look like you have secrets just tucked away in the pocket of that thing. <laughs> I have, have no secrets. Wow, that's a that's a ballsy. You've statement. got secrets. <laughs> oh shit, we got one right here. All right, dude, you want to come on up? Okay, uh, great. Okay. Hold so on, we got, we hold got on. a wireless. Hold on, I'll grab it. Uh, I'll tell secrets while we go find him. <laughs> up until ten, I only wore loincloths and knee-high moccasins. I was obsessed with uh, figurine horses and precious gems. <laughs> Fingering horses? Yeah, I don't know why, man. I just I'd put them up around my room and stare at them and dream. Oh, I thought you said fingering horses. Oh. <laughs> That's Jesus. what I heard. I've done Jesus. that too, oddly enough. I swear to God, I had to you, deliver a horse. You had, like artificially inseminate one or something? Yeah, I artificially inseminated a cow and a horse, and I fucking <laughs> shoved my arm up their assholes. God damn, you're from. And you're, I couldn't get them pregnant in their assholes. Keep going. You're so you're so Florida. All okay. right, what's, what's your name? Devin. 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 Uh, all right, Devin, what's your secret? Uh, the first time I met my wife's sister, I shit my pants as soon as I got off the plane and uh, destroyed her bathroom trying to get the shit out of my pants. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's get one more secret. <laughs> oh, I like that. Wait, I like the secret. direction we're going in. Yeah, I love the direction. Wait, Adam, Devin, Adam, start us off. Yeah. Adam, that just made me remember a secret of mine. Yeah. Uh, I was... This was like the first time, it, it, it was like, all right, I was like 11, and I was sleeping over at my buddy's house, and I shit my pants, and there was like four, four other kids there. I wanted to hide it, so I took it out to the side, put it in the garbage can, tried to light it on fire, ended up starting a fire at the house. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> like, didn't, didn't burn it down, but definitely left some marks on the side of the house. Oh my God, there's a fire! Oh my God, there's shit in our trash can! And it's dwarf shit, so it can grant us a wish. Dwarf shit? <laughs> yeah, we got one more. All We're right. going to close out with this. He waved me over. What's your name? Oh, okay. This is not as good as you guys think it is. Um, but like in, Wait. Fourth grade, in fourth grade, I was waiting for the uh, tetherball courts, and I had to take a piss. So like instead of just going to the bathroom because I would lose my place in line, I just pissed on myself. And uh, <laughs> I don't know any of those people anymore in fourth grade, but like... Now you all know, so there's that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, hey man, you don't want to lose your place in line. I totally understand that, bro. By that story, I'd, I would have hoped you had gone pro in tetherball. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of dedication, you got to find a way to channel that into something else. He's not, yeah. The guy with the gray beard has to have a fucking crazy. Yeah, he's got secret. to, dude. Lights up, lights up, lights up. Yo, sir, sir, up. what's your sir? There's got to be a secret behind this oh fucking my God. Oh, oh, my God. There is a fucking... Oh, my God. A round of applause for this gentleman. Yeah. Your name is probably Secret Jones, right? This guy is definitely what, a what is your name? prepper. Dean Adams. Dean Adams? And where are you from, Dean? Uh, where are you from, Milwaukee? Where's the hell? <laughs> All right. Um, what did you say? No, no. I'm originally from Milwaukee. Hell, yeah. And uh, what are you chewing on right now? Gum. All right. <laughs> What did you think it was? I don't know. He was chewing weird. <laughs> he was chewing weird. A possum bone. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite piece of flair you got? A favorite piece of what? On your vest. You got a lot of buttons and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it looks like a TJ Friday's waiter. The patch on that. <laughs> Patriot Guard Riders. The oldest TJ Friday. Which one? Patriot Guard Riders. That's my favorite. Huh? Picture, a picture of guard riders. Patriot guard rider. I love that. Yeah. yeah. All right. There the you back. go. 
fantastic. Fuck yeah. All right, Dean, uh, let's close the show out strong. What is your secret? I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, full Dean. Take two. Oh. <laughs> take two. Secret is, uh... Dean, we know you got something. Okay, well, like... let, let's, let's, I'll, let's pick apart his secrets. Okay. Yeah. Where were you in 1975? <laughs> I was in the army. What? I was in the army. You were in the army? Yes. Okay, there we go. Oh, shit, there we okay. go. Okay, All right. Secret, oh, here, here's the secret. In 1977, I was cleaning up radiation in the Marshall Islands of hydrogen bomb tests. And nobody knows about that. They only know about Bikini Atoll, but not Anawitak Atoll. This is heavy. That's how the game's fucking played, everybody. <laughs> That's a, that is how the game is. That. <laughs> I think I he's, some more he's, he's divulging national secrets. <laughs> You, wait, by the way, he just, he just got real excited and said, I got more if you want them. Yes, we yes, do. We do. <laughs> Tell us about 1976. No, 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 no. This Who shot Kennedy? <laughs> this is something serious. Now, right now we are trying to get a bill passed for atomic veterans health care. It's called H.R. 632, the Mark Takai Atomic Veterans Healthcare Parity Act. It's our Agent Orange story, but to do with radiation, another invisible bullet. Can't get it passed in the legislature. Can't get Congress to even go to bring it to a vote. I was 15 feet in front of President Trump at his rally. Wouldn't acknowledge anything. Just listen to all these politicians, all this BS shit. If you want to hear some secrets, talk to these assholes and the politicians. Man, they got shit coming out of their closets that you can't yeah. believe. Here we go. Yep. Everybody contact your congressman and get this bill passed. H.R. 632. It's no longer a yep. secret. Radiation veterans are dying left and right. Two days ago, I just lost another one. I'm very sorry to hear that, my friend. Uh, Fuck. Uh, ma ma and, and thank you for your service, yeah, first of all. Yeah, thank you for your service. Yeah, and... Uh, I don't know, That's amazing. And I don't know if you know this, but that's how I became a dwarf, is I was also exposed to too much radiation. <laughs> <laughs> I was 6'4". Holy shit. That would have been great if he finished his speech and then goes, and I killed a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Dean, Dean uh, thank you. Is any, I mean, I feel like we, one more secret. <laughs> yeah, Dean, come on. I, I know I'm playing with house money here. Something but. good. You had an older brother. You guys went camping. Any crazy drug stories? Oh, Dean. Well. Where the fuck are you going? Well, <laughs> next month, November 17th, my birthday will be 20 years of sobriety. For real? Oh, oh shit. Wow. Wow. What, uh, all right, so take us through that last day where you weren't so. Ooh, I want to hear your bottom. Well, that happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they said it couldn't be done. I, I just wanted to show Fuck. Bert Kreischer my Halloween costume. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How are you in good shape? You're How fucking ripped. Yeah? God damn it. <laughs> Do you want to come on stage? <laughs> this is the weirdest before and after photo. I just want to be big. <laughs> this, looks like, this looks like what would happen if I ate the magic beans. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, did you guys have a good time yeah, tonight? Good. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, Dean. Thank you, buddy. All right. Give it up for Dean, everybody. Make some noise for Dean. Yeah. Give it up for our first guest, Frank Caliendo.
And ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for the machine, Bert Kreischer! Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, guys. Adam Ray, I'm Brad Williams, About Last Night Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Good night, everybody! Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.